Welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. We're going to start this week out with our fragrance oil of the week, which is Oak Moss. Now, this is kind of a woodsy, earthy, masculine type fragrance. A little powerful, so it might be one of those you may want to use less than what you normally would in, in a soap because it, it kind of announces itself before you kind of walk in the room, so that's how strong it can be. Um, so we start with Flaming Candle. Theirs has 0% on the vanilla content, and the max usage rate is 10.5%. Of course, you don't want to usually go that high. You want to stay around maybe the one ounce per pound of oil or like 3 to 5%. Um, it just do a little t- testing to figure out kind of where you are in the happy medium there. Uh, Wholesale Supplies Plus, theirs has a vanilla content of 2.5%, and their max usage rate is 5.70. Rustic Essentials has kind of a blend. Theirs is Oak Moss and Sage. They didn't say what their vanilla content was, so you may want to check with them first, but their usage rate, their max usage rate is 3%. Indigo Fragrance, their vanilla content is 1.20, and max usage rate is 52.6%. Uh, Fragrance Buddy is a 1% vanilla content with a max usage rate of 10%. Candle Science has an oak, moss, and amber. I like that one because amber just smells fantastic in everything. I'll have to mention that one with a future episode. Um, But theirs is a vanilla, uh, 0% vanilla content, and max usage rate is between 3 and 6%. Kind of a happy medium. Uh, Lone Star Candle Supply has it. Uh, Doesn't say what their vanilla content is. But their max usage rate is 52.60. So if you want to use that one, again, I suggest check with them first for the vanilla content. Or maybe go with darker colors. That might help too. Uh, Candlewick also carries it. Didn't say what the vanilla content was, but the max usage rate is 7.40. Candlesandsupplies.net. They have one called Succulent Agave and Oak Moss. I want to try this one. And one of these days I'm going to be able to go down there. I want to go and and check out a place that sells supplies one of these years. Um, They don't say what their vanilla content is on that one, but their max usage rate is 11.70. The Candlemaker store, they offer it. Their their vanilla content is 0.3%. And they don't say what their uh, max usage rate is. So check with them first if you're going to buy it. Um, the next one we have is fragranceshed.com.au, which is an uh, Australian supplier. Their vanilla content is 1%. Uh, it was a little confusing as to the usage rate because it said bath oils, lotions, and bath gels are 1%, but perfume oils were 11%. So if you're going to buy from fragranceshed.com.au, you may want to check with them first to verify what their max usage rate is for, for soap. Uh, Save on scents, they offer it, didn't say what their vanilla content was, and their standard is 28% on their max usage rate, ultra is 21%, and extreme is 14%. Uh, Aztec Candle and Soap Supplies, their vanilla content was 1.20, and they didn't say what their usage rate was, so check with them first to find out what their usage rate is. Uh, Freshly, this is kind of a new one, Fresh Oli. .co.uk. So fresh is, oh, uh, fresh, word fresh, O-L-I dot dot co.uk. 
they didn't say what their vanilla content was or their max usage rate. All they did say is that it's safe for soaps. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I would appreciate your IFRA information. That would be fantastic. So if you're over in the UK and you want to buy from them, contact them. And maybe give them a little bug in their ear and say, hey, you know, if you post this on the page, it might kind of help. Um, the soapkitchen.co.uk also carries it. They didn't say either what their vanilla content was or their max usage rate. So in both those instances, please reach out and check with them first. So that is your fragrance oil of the week, Oak Moss. And to go along with the fragrance oil of the week, the coloring of the week is Hunter Green. Kind of like an earthy, kind of woodsy color. Kind of matches that. Works out really well. Uh, moving right along, our Facebook group of the week is Simply Free Bath and Body. Now, they've been around since July of 2015. They have over 19,000 members. I can't believe I forgot about this, this one to mention previously because I love working with this group. Anytime you want to try something, be it um, soap, cold or hot process, melt and pour, uh, if you want to try something else, if you want to try clay masks, if you want to try bath bombs, if you want to try um, bath butters, whatever you want to try, lotions. The great thing about this group is not only are you able to kind of converse with other group members. Hey, I'm looking at doing this. Um, anybody have any hints and tips? Anybody got a recipe? A lot of times people are very kind to provide recipes in this group. So I will provide a link in the comments for the Simply Free Bath and Body. So if you want to check it out. Uh, the YouTuber of the, the week is kind of a twist, a plot twist. Uh, everybody change, rotate out of the car. Um, it's a group collab, 2019 YouTube Fall Into Autumn Soap Collaboration. Now this was a collaboration between about 65 soap makers um, all over the world. It was international. And there were so many people contribu uh, participating with it, they broke it into three categories. So everyone had a different category that they were assigned to. We had uh, red was their coloring and for the one group with apple uh so some people used apple puree um others used i believe a fragrance oil that was apple which is not bad i love that fragrance apple um and then the next one was orange and pumpkin uh so a lot of people used pumpkin puree and then there was a the third category was red or orange with apple or pumpkin so um i'll provide a link to where you can go to the search results that had the hashtag of the 2019 YT Fall Into Autumn Soap Collaboration. So there's a, a big selection to watch. Um, with 65 soap makers, you're gonna have a lot of goodies to watch for a while. So yeah, that is our YouTuber of the week. Uh, next is Contests and Challenges. So the first one is a challenge. Uh, soap making forum for this year is doing, uh, for September I should say, their 2019 challenge is Linear Swirl. Uh, now what this is, is it could be a Taiwan swirl. It could be, uh, um, uh, what is the other one? There's Taiwan swirl. There's um, also the Serpentine. Uh, don't hear that much about that one. Or Peacock. Um, so no hanger swirl, no spin swirl. It, it has to be kind of like you're using a, a chopper stick. 
Um, so you use, uh, or you could use a skewer too. Um, so you have to change direction of your swirls to make a various pattern. Um, usually it works good for soap molds or um, uh, the regular, the slab molds or the, or the small molds. Uh, you usually can't use um, like the, uh, the silicone molds. It doesn't work as well if you're doing like individual bars. It's kind of a little harder to do. Uh, but yeah, so they've, this one is mainly bragging rights. That's really all it is. The entry thread will open September 24th, Central Standard Time, and it will close September 28th, 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, so the winning entry is going to be chose using SurveyMonkey. Um, so they'll leave the voting survey open until September 30th, uh, and then the winner will be announced October 1st. Like I said, there's no prize. It's just bragging rights. Um, now, if you want to participate, there are going to be some rules for that. You have to have a minimum of 50 posts to be able to participate, and you may ha you have to have been a member for a month. They aren't letting anybody budge on this. So if you are a member of the soap making forum, yay, you've already made step one. All right, only members eligible to vote are those with their names on the sign-up list. So you got to sign up. I'll include a link so you guys can go to this and check it out. Um, they're going to lock the voting with a password because I guess there's been issues with that in the past. Uh, soap must be made specifically for the challenge. So you can't pre-make it and say, here you go. And uh, you're allowed to change your photo entry up until the entry thread closes. So if you take a picture of it, you're like, oh, this looks a lot better than my last picture. You can go ahead and update it. So there's more information in, in the uh, the comments down if on the on the page so feel free to look in I keep wanting to call it the doobly-doo so if I say doobly-doo it's the comments so you'll know that all right next up is the soap club challenge club soap challenge club so for September it is a pipe divider swirl um, so Tanya of soapish created this on uh, the nice thing about it is the link in here will go to her page so you can kind of check it out now this is being sponsored by rustic essentials so their prizes are grand prize $50 gift certificate. Second place is $35 gift certificate. Third gift certificate. Third place is a $25 gift certificate. And sponsor's choice is a $20 gift certificate. So registration is going to be from September 2nd to the 9th. So it's already passed. Uh, submissions are open from September 9th to the 22nd. So they're already getting submissions right now. So you can go check those out. Voting is from September 23rd to the 27th, and winners will be announced on September 28th. Now, if you're not happy that you missed this and you want to participate in a Soap Club Challenge, there is another one coming up in October, Slanted Layers. This is kind of cool. And difficulty is from beginner to advanced, so there's plenty of playtime in there. Uh, with the pipe divide swirl, its difficulty is intermediate. I'm gonna go to, I can't wait to watch videos for that because that sounds kind of cool. Uh, but for October's Slanted Layers, that one is being sponsored by the Muddy Soap Company, and their category prizes are $50 gift certificate for a grand prize, second place is $35 gift certificate, third place is $25 gift certificate, and sponsor's choice is a $20 gift certificate. Now the great thing about this is registration opens September 30th, runs till October 7th, 
Submissions are from October 7th to the 20th, and voting is from October 21st to the 25th. So they're going to announce the winners before Halloween on October 26th. Uh, and then we've got the November. I'll discuss those at a later date. But you can also go to the link in the comments so you can kind of check those out because they've got both November and December in there. But we'll discuss those later. Got all kinds of goodies to play with for September and October. All right. So that is our contests and challenges. Now, I wanted to kind of give a uh, kind of a shout out to AFI, um, which is um, their Aromatics. I always butcher that one. Aromatic Fragrance International. I found this company from a D-Stash fragrance oil I received a few years ago. It was oak, uh, what was it? Oatmeal, milk, and honey. I love this fragrance oil. It is, I've smelled other oatmeal, milk, and honey. They were nice. They weren't what I wanted. This one kind of have has a little bit of a marzipan kind of fragrance to it. I love it. It's just, oh, it just kind of gives me tingles. But I I got this bottle and I was I was just enamored by it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And I was almost out. I went back to the person I bought it from. I'm like, please tell me where you got this. Please, please, please tell me where you got this. She said she got it from AFI. Well, I went to AFI's website and I found out that they sell it, but you've got to buy in 10 pound uh, quantities. So I'm not going to use 10 pounds of oils. I still bought 10 pounds of fragrance oil though, because it was the oatmeal, milk, and honey. So I will have that probably for a few years, but I'm like, I don't care. It's mine. I'll wash with it if I have to. Uh, but I'm kidding, but they are really a great company. Now, if you are a larger scale soap manufacturer and you buy in 10 pound batches of fragrance oil, this company is for you. They are fantastic. I'll include a link in the comments down below so you can play with that. Um, but they have all kinds of different fragrances. And the reason I bring them up is because recently they sent me a couple of samples to play with. And I'm like, oh, one ounce samples to play with. Don't mind if I do. And it's probably because I bought the 10 pound 10 pounds of fragrance oil from them previously. That would be a great idea for anybody doing like a um, uh, group buy and they want to buy like 10 people want to buy, you know, a pound of different fragrance oils. This is a perfect opportunity. Cause let me tell you, they have fantastic oils. Lovely. And they do, uh, where say for example, you have a fragrance that you're like needing to have recreated. They do it too. They're awesome. Um, so they have a Facebook page, which you can join. They have an Instagram, which you can join. They even do every month. They do a thousand dollar gift certificate contest where the winner gets a thousand dollar gift certificate certificate for AFI. And let me tell you, hold me back. Uh, I think I would go a little crazy there, but feel free to take advantage of it. And they have the links to their Instagram, their Facebook, their Twitter, their LinkedIn. They do free shipping on orders over 200 pounds. So if you're the type of person that can say 200 pounds, no problem. I envy you. Um, but yeah, feel free to go check them out. AFI International, they're awesome. Um, next thing I want to talk about is um, the dreaded separation. 
you have separation anxiety. No, I'm kidding. It's not separation anxiety. It's separation in your soap. So if you have a situation where you make soap, you walk away from it, it's done, it's beautiful, it's perfect. You walk away, you come back an hour later, and there's a film of oil on the top of your soap. Holy cow, what happened? Oh my gosh. All right, there's a couple of reasons that that caused that to happen to you. Um, And there are ways that you can overcome it. So the big one that tends to be the go-to that causes it is fragrance oil. Um, sometimes you can have a fragrance oil that can cause what's called a false trace where you think it's blended up, but it's not. Um, you have to watch your soaps and, and also look at the reviews on some of the fragrances. Uh, I mentioned it before. I demonstrated a fragrance oil, uh, during the old sage apothecarians. And as I was going, I noticed it slowed down my trace. So, um, that's different than false trace. In this, in that case, I was able to whip it back together thick enough to where I could pour it into the mold and it still went through saponification. So I didn't have any problem with it. Um, sometimes what will happen here is your fragrance oil will be a little deceptive. It looks like it's ready to go. You pour it in, you walk away, you come back and it's separated. So uh, but not always. Fragrance oil will not always be your culprit. Uh, sometimes a mysterious coloring that you've used. Um, if you don't know uh, enough about your man, your color manufacturer that you're kind of question marking whether or not your coloring is going to cause issues in your soap, you may not want to use that manufacturer. There are plenty of good coloring manufacturers or distributors out there that sell excellent colors that have been tested, tried and true. You know, Mad Micah's is a fantastic one. Uh, Steph's Micah's and More is a great one. Uh, Terry's used to be a good one. Unfortunately, she's closed her door, so that's not an option there. Uh, Nurture Soap. Oh, I love theirs. Uh, So there are plenty of options out there. Uh, So if you have one that doesn't really, they offer liquid colorings and they don't really tell you what's in them might be better to stay away because really the only thing that you really honestly need to mix your coloring is oils and when I say oils a lot of times it's like olive oil is kind of like your go-to because that's kind of like one of the staple oils in soap usually your 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 tri perfect soap your trifecta is usually olive oil coconut oil and palm oil I know a lot of people don't like to use palm oil there are other alternatives out there but usually those are kind of like your three go-to oils for for cold process or hot process so so try to steer clear of those mysterious colorings um additives can also sometimes cause that issue so be careful with your additives the big one also in addition to fragrance oil though is temperature Try not to soap under 80 degrees. I use a heat transfer method. And what that is, is I use the lye water. As soon as I mix in my lye to my water and it heats it up, it usually gets over 200 degrees. I will then mix that into my hard oils and butters because I separate out. I have a batch of the hard oils and the butters and then I have my liquid oils. So what I'll do is in my hard oils and butters, I'll mix the lye. So it melts the hard oils and the butters. It also brings down the temperature, of course, of the lye water. So it goes from 200 degrees, it drops way down into like 120 is usually where it goes down to after it's mixed in and, and starts really melting everything down. 
And then what I'll do is, because I put my additives, I put my kaolin clay and my colloidal oatmeal in my liquid oils, I'll mix those up so that everything's mixed in. And then I'll pour that into the hard oil and butter lye mixture. So that's heat transfer method because that brings it down around the maybe about 106, 110, somewhere around that range. But it reduces my chances of running into false trace or separation, big time separation of soap uh, or the, um, the before it goes through saponification. Because what can happen there is if you soap too low, your soaps may not, your, your batch may not get hot enough to convert the oils and the butters into soap. So then you have to kind of stash it away, cover it, stash it away for a little while, um, maybe about a week. Hopefully it'll bring it together enough to where you can cut it and you have soap. Um, it may not. You may have to throw that, that into a crock pot and heat it back up so that you can finally complete saponification. So definitely don't soap below there are some people that are able to successfully soap into the room temperature range. Usually that's what, 75, 76. And, and if you are a more experienced soaper, do what you do. There is nothing wrong with that. If it works for you, it works for you. But if you're just starting out, try to soap a little bit warmer because you don't want to run into the risk of having separation. Uh, and also... If your fragrance oil, if it's a new fragrance oil, check your uh, reviews. You can also use the power of Facebook. Uh, there are wonderful groups out there where people have previously used a lot of these fragrance oils and they can say, whoa, danger, Will Robinson. That fragrance oil causes separation, so be be warned. So I hope this helps with anybody that has experienced or is worried about experiencing separation on your soaps. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is covering your bars. This always seems to come up a lot. People are sometimes worried about if I, uh, what is the best way, I should say, what is the best way of selling my soaps or um, gifting my soaps? Um, is it better to wrap them with plastic? Do I use saran wrap? Do I use uh, paper? So some of the things I've seen people use, saran wrap I've seen use, uh, people use for gifting soaps. Uh, I don't know if I feel exactly comfortable using saran wrap for selling soaps. Um, there's shrink wrap. Uh, there are plenty of places that sell shrink, shrink wrap that are available. I use one from from National Shrink Wrap. I actually started out with their regular polyfin shrink film and then I noticed that they had biodegradable and it's com compostable. And it's a little bit more expensive. It's a lot more expensive, actually. But the good news is I feel better about knowing that I'm not putting that big of an impact on the environment. So I can literally throw the plastic into my compost bin and know that it's going to go away. Uh, so that is the nice thing where I'm not having to worry about, yeah, it's going to be a millennium before the plastic finally goes away. But that's kind of what I do there. To each their own. I'm not going to poo-poo anybody who uses anything on um, Everybody's got to start somewhere and everybody's got to progress. That's the great thing about it. Um, the next thing, of course, I've seen people use uh, different types of paper like tissue paper, uh, coffee filters, which is perfectly fine. Uh, it gives it a, a nice rustic look. Uh, there's 
so that's an option. Cigar bands, that's not a problem. Uh, usually that's made with cardstock. Um, and then there's the old commando where your uh, soaps are sold just kind of as is or you gift them to people as is. No, no coloring or I should say packaging on there. So those are different options that are available and there is nothing wrong with any of those options. Everybody has a different way of doing things and that is perfectly acceptable. So what do you wrap your soaps with? Do you wrap your soaps? Um, if you don't, why? Why not? You know, it's not a bad thing, just a question. Um, I know some people are worried about if they sell soaps, they, they prefer to keep them wrapped because of course people will grab the soap and they'll stick it up their, their nose and be like, oh, that smells good. And it's like, you just sniffed my soap funny. That looked weird. And I don't know if I want to sell that bar now. Or people sneeze or cough. And of course, it's all over your soaps. That is freaking irritating. Yes. Now, the nice thing about the biofilm as an aside is it still breathes. So people can smell the soap through the plastic. So I don't have to worry about them getting all touchy-feely with the soap and getting all their goo on it unless it kind of drips all over it. And then I'm just like, all right, that soap's going to kind of find a new home somewhere else without being sold. But at least I know that people don't have to worry about somebody else touching the soap and buying it with everybody else's cooties all over it. Um, but there's also the rustic look where people are like, oh, I love rustic soaps where it's got the cigar band around it. Perfectly fine. There's nothing bad about that. Um, going commando with your soaps, just having a sign of, here's all my oils and my butters and my soap. Great. There is nothing wrong with that. Everybody is entitled to how they do things and there is nothing wrong with it. And if you decide, hey, I don't like how I'm doing it right now and you want to do something different, perfectly fine. There is nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, so that is covering your bars. And if you would like to uh, participate in any of the discussions that I've mentioned previously, cigar bands, uh, covering your soaps, AFI International, uh, the YouTube challenge, uh, feel free to go over to the Soper Chat Facebook group, join us, have the discussion, grab a cup of coffee, talk like butter. I don't know if you guys remember that one from SNL years ago, but I'm dating myself. Oh my goodness. Anywho, so that is our podcast for the week. If you have suggestions for future podcast discussions, uh, please feel free to message us at soperschatatoutlook.com. I'd love to hear from you. I love the positive feedback. Thank you. I apologize for no podcast for last week. Life kind of got ahead of me there. Uh, I'm going to try to make a more conscious effort of getting out these weekly podcasts, but I need your help. I need suggestions for things to discuss, for things to research. Your help is essential to make this podcast uh, work for you. I love to be able to discuss this stuff with you guys. So until next week, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and keep on soaping. Bye everybody. <laughs>